Here's what happened this morning with Stacy and Clayton. Stacy, quick question for you. Yes. Uh, when you think of mini chicken tenders, what comes to mind? What's the image that pops into your head right away? Mini chicken tenders. Chicken nuggets. So chicken nuggets from McDonald's. A piece of chicken breaded about that size. See, I'm picturing <laughs> like mozzarella stick looking chicken fingers. Remember BK chicken fries back in the day? Oh, yeah. From Burger King? Mm-hmm. Those were so good. Bring them back, by the sure. way. They might have them still. I don't know. Um, but that's what I picture when I think of mini chicken tenders. I bring this up because episode 42 what? on the quest to find Saskatoon's best chicken fingers. It's going to be up on the Facebook page at cruisefm.com shortly. Went to Hay Fried Chicken. Ooh, Great yum. local spot. Great yes. local spot. Right by St. Joe's High School. Go Guardians. Um, it's awesome in there. I've had the sandwiches. I've had the fried chicken. Mm-hmm. They have mini chicken tenders on there. Okay. Immediately tickled my fancy. Um, <laughs> As it should. It's just popcorn chicken. <laughs> Oh, it's just chicken bites. That's what it is. Right. But you think mini chicken tenders. I just think of an actual like basic chicken finger shrunk smaller. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Rick Moranis style. That's what I think of. A very tiny chicken provided. Exactly. But again, mini tenders, basically popcorn chicken. That's what it is. So it makes sense. I was just I got ahead of myself. Don't do that. I just pictured it in my head before I went. Yeah. Got disappointed. They were still delightful, though, by the way. They were still super yeah, good. Fried Go support so Hay Fried Chicken. It's a great little spot. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to 50 and then I'm done. 50. I'm going you know to what? 50 That's and then I'm done. Number. I, I got eight more spots. Okay. So check out all the videos. Check out all the spots I've been to. CruiseFM.com and let me know which spot I still need to go to. I know I need to go to Louie's. I know okay. I need to go to State and Maine. And I need to go I need to go to the Sask Polytech cafeteria. Apparently they're good oh, there too. Wow. I don't know. So I need some other spots. Let me know. 938-0963. We have breaking news. Burger King does still, in fact, have chicken fries. Oh, thank God. We were talking about it before. When you think of mini chicken tenders, what do you think of? I think of BK chicken fries. I was like, oh, man, I miss those things. Sherry on the text, 938-0963. Sherry's on the pulse. Sherry, she's on the the chicken finger pulse of this city. Absolutely. As am I. As am I, Sherry. Anywho, Stacey. Uh, You know how sometimes you hear those rumors going around, especially with like Beanie Babies, where it's like, oh my God, this certain Beanie Baby's worth so much money. Puffin. Is that the the one? Puffin. Oh, it's worth so much money. Sure, whatever. And I've got two of them in my basement in plastic covers just waiting to be sold at auction. I had the Princess Diana bear. No big deal. Yeah, right. That's the most valuable one. My sister has it. She got it as a birthday present. Oh, my God. We're talking like 1995. She got it as a birthday Amazing. present. The most popular person at St. Bernard Elementary School. Wow. For like two years. Crazy. Now, something else you can start rifling around your house looking for. Canadian Tire Money is apparently selling for a bunch of money. Oh. Canadian Tire Money, as we all know, is in very small denominations. Mm-hmm. You get a bunch of it back in the day when you went to the store, save it up, you can buy things with it. Uh, one auctioned off just this year in January for like $3,500. It was a $100 Canadian oh, Tire Money. Wow. I did, and that's the thing. They're very rare. They don't make a lot of those. What do you have to buy at Canadian Tire to right? get a $100 Bill back something for ten thousand dollars? I don't know. Do you have to buy the store? 
<laughs> they do say too there are some out there that have like uh, misprints on them or where the ink wasn't uh, right okay. so just those kind of rare ones but it's just a chance this kind of information for you to like rifle through your junk drawers see what you got there maybe you do have enough Canadian tire money to actually buy something or maybe you have a rare one yeah, if you're listening to this and you're like, all right, weekend plans, going through Canadian tire money. <laughs> My dad has like a can in his garage that he just kind of crams it into every time. Yeah. I'm thinking about maybe just taking a look in there. I just throw it in my back seat. I get like 10 cents every single time. I'm not buying a lot of Canadian tire. Oh, me neither. Oh, uh, well, in the summer when I'm buying my lawn stuff, sure. But that's the thing. Your crumpled up five cent Canadian tire bill that's underneath your car mat in your truck, that's worth nothing. But. Well, not nothing. It's worth five cents yeah, a Canadian tire. But there's a chance. What if it's got a misprint on it? Come on. Stacy. Odds are pretty low. <laughs> Is it worth your time? Again, I can auction this off for $2 what? now. Whoa! Happy bike to work day, Stacy. Thanks, buddy. Did you, did you bike to work today? Absolutely not. Neither did I. Commercials. <laughs> uh, no, we're not biking to work Some at three fifteen in the though, morning. And you know what? Good for you. Yeah, very good for you. Seriously, this it's, isn't a sarcastic, no. tongue-in-cheek remark here. If you bike to work in the winter in Saskatoon, Slow this clap. is for you. Well done. Yeah. Good. Way tougher than me. You're exercising. Your carbon footprint is smaller than yeah. mine. You're doing great. Yeah. Good on you. You're you're making traffic better as well for the rest of us because you're eliminating one more car on the road. Are they making traffic better? Because hmm. let's face it, the relationship between drivers and cyclists. That's why we're bringing it's it up. Not great. That's why we're bringing it up. Some people are already punching their steering wheel. Hurt the cyclists. <laughs> Just go on the sidewalk. You can't. You can't because that's wicked dangerous for pedestrians, and we have to right. think about them as well. Because believe it or not, car and truck people, there are other people out there yes. that don't drive cars or trucks. Mm -hmm. I know we have to think of them as well. Okay, like I think we need like a summit. We need to have a big meeting or something like that with all the with all the cyclists in Saskatoon. Because we need to we need to hash out some problems, like with the cyclists and drivers. There's so there's so much tension between the two. Like in any other city, I don't think this exists. But because of those stupid bike lanes that sucked, where were they? Fourth Avenue? Oh, yeah. They oh, sucked yeah. so bad. They put them in the wrong spot. So because of that botched bike lane project, everyone hates cyclists, and we, it shouldn't be the case. We need to have like a mediation session. Yes, like when you're divorcing, yeah. right? Each side sits down with a mediator, and it's like, okay, what do you have to mm -hmm. say? Everybody gets to hash things out, and maybe, maybe. We can agree to just what's your what's that? Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Yeah. E L E baby. Everybody love everybody because I'm just seeing so much road rage towards cyclists. And I know that we're not a big cyclist city, right? A very small minority of people ride their bikes to yeah. work, ride their bikes on a daily basis. Still counts. Does still counts They're in a big city things. in a big city that's still a good chunk of people, right? So. Just give the cyclists a break, okay? Don't be so hard on them. Especially Yelly. today. Yelly. It's bike to work day. Bike to work day. Give them a break on today of all days. Just got a text from Eric at 9380963. Drives a garbage truck for the city. Eric Huber. Great guy. Beauty. Um, taking advantage of the uh, cheap chocolate. The cheap Valentine's okay. Day chocolates. Where did he find this? I don't know. Because he got one of these, like, Turtles Valentine's Day heart-shaped thingies. Originally $17. Got it for $7. Now, 
it's uh it's a known thing on the the day after Halloween, cheap Halloween candy. Cheap Valentine's Day candy, you can't find it. It's all gone. So, Eric, I, let us know where you found it. Yeah, please, because I feel like this whole thing, the mm-hmm. whole rumor about like mm, cheap chocolate the day after the holiday, is not true anymore. It used to be a thing for it sure. Did. Right at the front of Walmart or Shoppers, mm-hmm. London Drugs, anywhere. All this cheap chocolate, not anymore. I feel like now they're just selling it to somebody else or something? Where is it? Or Where the, is the cheap chocolate? The employees are hiding it for themselves. Yes, probably. We're it. on to you, employees. We're on to We're you. We're on to you. Uh, we also got a phone call just a few minutes ago from Cindy mentioning an accident at Circle and C, which is mm-hmm. always a fun intersection. Mm-hmm. Westbound truck hit a van. Um, if that's part of your commute, you can probably expect some delays. Christmas was just a few months ago, and it was a weird year. Uh, a lot of people were like, yeah, you know, retail's back. Everybody's buying stuff. Canadians, when it comes to spending money at Christmas, apparently Saskatchewan residents spent the most out of all the country. Go us. Yay us. Um, The statistics, if you wanted to, were like 730 bucks over budget compared to the rest of Canada, which were like, oh, no, we're only going $580 over budget. How do you go that over budget at Christmas? What what is your budget if that's you going over? Yeah. $11. $11. Right? Oh, I set the budget at $11, went $780 over wow, budget Wow, Stacy, that is terrible budgeting. Um, but yeah, they said that people in the 18 to 34 age group spent the most money. Millennials. Why did we spend so much money on Christmas? I have the answer, Stacy. Mobux. We all got five hundred dollars right before Christmas. We're all like, "Oh yeah, times are good. I'm always going to be this rich." Let me just blow this money on Christmas presents. Boom! That's what we all did with okay. our mobox. Well, so. there you go. Thanks, Scott Mo. I've mentioned it a few times before. I kind of have a weird obsession with true crime. Kinda. It's not, and the thing is, there are a bunch of people like me, men and women, but I feel like there might be a slight lean towards females. Don't know Sexist. why. Wow. Right. Uh, but scientists have basically determined why people get obsessed with true crime. Go on. And it's not because we're weirdos. Well, what it is is really that disagree. we think by watching these programs that we are educating ourselves. We are learning. We are the ones saying, if I ever am in a situation where someone is about to kill me, mm-hmm. I have learned enough from these programs to either hopefully get out of the situation or leave enough evidence behind for police to solve the crime. You sound like the unhinged <laughs> person in the Facebook comment section right now. You know the person who just loves to argue with strangers who have different political views? That's you. I'm educating myself right now, guys. I am. That's what I am doing. I'm educating myself. Right? For what? <laughs> A potentially dangerous situation that could happen. It could happen. What are you doing in your life that you always got to be looking over your shoulder for these true crime monsters? Just how many living en- my life. How many enemies do you have, Stacey, where hey, you're always constantly it's worried not enemies about this? In the many, many, many episodes I've seen, it's just a random happenstance mm-hmm. where you get killed, and I, I, I want to protect myself from that. I'm educating myself by watching true crime after true crime after true crime special. See, you can't just pull the educating yourself card. Why not? Because it's you're watching filth. That's what it is. It is weird because obviously every single one of these stories is terribly mm-hmm. sad. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about it. It's You have The Office as your comfort show. True crime is my comfort show. Yeah, but mine is comforting. That's the, the main part of a comfort show. Hey, true crime, I know how it works. They introduce the situation, the victim, the crime, the suspect, the arrest. Oh, I love it. 
I know. Saying that out loud sounds yeah, really sounds, ridiculous. Sounds really ridiculous? No, <laughs> extremely ridiculous. I just love the crime. I love the crime. Yeah. Give me more crime. Here's the situation, Stace. Uh, you're at a restaurant, your food comes to the table, and your friend pulls out a big bottle of ranch from their purse. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I just love the three cheese ranch, and they don't have it here, so I bring my own from home. Oh, And wow. they do like the, it, it's like half full as well, so they do the shake thing yeah. where it goes to the bottom, yeah? So everyone in the restaurant knows this person brought... Their home own sauce. ranch from home. They brought home sauce with them. Home ranch. Bring in ranch or any kind of condiment, anything from home into a restaurant to add to your meal. I saw a guy once bring his own jar of jam oh, to a Stacey. restaurant. Stacy. What to- is it about jam that is so, like, I don't know, unless he's got this magic jam at home, what is wrong with the store jam? They got restaurant jam. They've got four different varieties on the table. Is that not enough for you? Right? No. I, I need my marmalade. I need my special jam. <laughs> well, stay at home then. <laughs> you can't be bringing your own stuff into the restaurant, right? Is it is it cool? Is it well, not cool? I always thought it was against the rules to bring any kind of food into an establishment because if you choke on the food you brought in mm-hmm. in their establishment, mm-hmm. there's going to be problems. So, if you choke on your home sauce, in the restaurant, you're screwed. It doesn't just end at sauce, Stacy. Because I can live with sauce. I can I can live with someone bringing their own ranch from home, using their own ranch, whatever. People are weird with ranch. I used to be a server at Tony Roma's in Stonebridge when I was there. At the time, it was like the only restaurant in Stonebridge, right? Right, yeah. So you had all these rich Stonebridge people coming in like they own the place. Just with the most ridiculous... I have seen people bring their own cheese into the restaurant. Slices of cheese. Craft singles. Oh, They'll open them up singles? on the table and then put them on their burger because cheese is like an extra dollar fifty. Oh they bring their God. own cheese. I've seen people bring lettuce and tomatoes in a Ziploc bag. Open it up, put it on their burger. Okay, that's ridiculous. Not a word of a lie. I've seen people, Stacey, true story, chips and dip. It's like an appetizer? Salsa and chips out of their, out of their purse <laughs> and they're eating it at the restaurant. They brought it from home. Okay, that's not ridiculous. home sauce, home appies. Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous, right? That's not allowed. That's not allowed for sure. We know that. What about home sauce? Bring in your own ranch or special condiments, sriracha, whatever it is. Bring in home sauce to a restaurant to use on the thing you just ordered. Yay or nay? I don't know if I could do it. I, I thought, just I feel like I would get in trouble. I couldn't sleep at night knowing that I did that. <laughs> just living with myself, man. You brought ranch from home You're to that a restaurant. Guy. By the way, I need to read. I need to write a book on the things that I saw serving at that Tony Romans. Oh, I bet it was. I'll never recover. <laughs> never. <laughs> I love the headlines that small town newspapers, small town websites pump out. Uh, for example, the Vulcan Advocate. Oh yes, yes, Vulcan, in Alberta. Vulcan Alberta, covering the uh, big news stories in that part of the province. There, uh, here's a headline from them: Local resident has a bunch of followers on TikTok. <laughs> Amazing. That's the headline. That's just that's so cute. I love the small town paper, radio station, whatever. I love those headlines. Um, it's the what no way guy. Now, <gasps> if you're him. on TikTok or Instagram, you watch the yeah. reels, it's the guy who will watch like uh, a construction video or a life hack video, yeah. and then he'll come on and be like, what? 
No, no way. way. F sakes. And he sounds like he just he sounds Canadian. He sounds Alberta. Yeah. Like if you were like, what does Alberta sound like? You would just play a clip of this guy going, what? No way. And then he proceeds to go and try yes, it himself. He tries it out and every single time. It's it, like, yep. Wow. I've been doing it wrong all these years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, <laughs> I love that. Local resident has millions of followers on TikTok. That's a heartwarming story. And it really is. Because do you think that a newspaper in Los Angeles is like, local resident has... No. No, that's not happening. No one cares, right? But in small towns, people with a lot of social media followers, that's big news. Well, and in the article, too, he's just like, I I never expected this. I'm absolutely flattered. He can't believe the attention he's getting. He was like, what? No way I'm this popular. (laughs) Exactly. Um, It's just funny how in 2020, 23, it's all about followers, right? Yeah. Oh, followers. It's a it's a heartwarming story in mm-hmm. small towns. Oh, I got a lot of followers. Oh, that that's a good thing. Wow. In 1993, <laughs> if you were to brag about how many followers you had, uh, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit of a culty vibe there. Okay. A little culty. I have 1.5 yeah. million followers. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> that's, I wear a purple cape. That's extremely creepy. <laughs> yes. Bragging about followers now. Hey, good for you. Bragging about followers in the 90s. Red flag. Maybe call the police or something like that. (laughs) Ah, how the times have changed. Everyone deserves a little recognition. It's time for some crew shoutouts. Ouch! Take it away, Stacey and Clayton. Random shout-out time. You got anything today, Stace? I do. I uh, just took a bite of a granola bar, so... Give me a second. My random shout-out today is to Bagged Ice. Not for the price, because $3.50 for frozen cubes of water is insane, but mostly because um, I can make ice cubes at home. But no, I'm talking about the slam. Slamming the bag down to break it up, knowing it's what you have to do. You're not overdoing it. Everyone does it. Mm -hmm. You smash it on the floor, wherever, break it up, releasing a bit of anger from the day. It just feels good. The shape, the perfectly jagged cubes of refreshment with those little pockets that help chill your drink so perfectly. Drinks taste better with bagged ice. It's mm-hmm. true. I'm warning you, though, they're cheaping out on the bags. Oh, These ice companies. split all the time. Yeah, you, you throw them down ready for this satisfying moment. Boom, you got ice all over the driveway. Yep. Come on, ice. Big ice. Big ice. Stops. <laughs> Stop cheaping out on the bags. I got two. Uh, Shout out to baby tracksuits. We got Mo uh, a Nike tracksuit. It looks like he's on the Sopranos. Look at that photo. It looks like he's this like 90s mob gangster wearing this Nike (laughs) tracksuit. It's adorable. Another baby related one here. Shout out to the strings on bunny hugs. You know, the ones that go around the hood to tighten it up. That is the best baby toy oh, yeah. on the market right now. <laughs> Save your money, future parents. Save your money on Just toys. Buy Just buy a bunch of bunny hugs. That's all kids want to play with is those strings. But then you take the strings out. No, it's not fun anymore. Don't give it to them. That's a no, choking hazard. No, it's a choking yeah. hazard. Yes, but it's also not fun. they got to be attached to the bunny hug. Yeah. Man, my kid. You're in a sweet spot right now of entertainment mm-hmm. for him because oh, man, anything, anything is fun. Literally anything. Frozen pizza box. Yeah. 45 minutes of entertainment. That's amazing. And that's just for me, not even the kid. Uh... You hear about some very weird heists. Um, maple syrup gets stolen a lot. Maple yeah. syrup is very valuable. Mm-hmm. Very delicious, of course. Uh, weird things get stolen all the time. Case in point, in the UK, some guy stole. His name is Joby Poole. 
Not that that means anything. Uh, he stole $37,000 worth of Cadbury cream eggs. 200,000 of them. Gross, by the way. Cadbury cream eggs. Ugh. Can't stand them. Why try to look like an actual egg with the creamy white and the yolk inside? Because it's fun. I don't know. It's fun. Not a fan. Sorry. Uh, I prefer the mini eggs, but whatever. This guy stole an entire semi-truck filled with Cadbury cream eggs and, of course, has been charged with criminal damage and theft. And, you know, he actually, like, did a bunch of damage whilst hauling away the trailer. Mm -hmm. A couple of things here stick out for me. If you're in, and, you know, I don't know if criminals actually do this. Do they still say, what are you in for? I don't I don't know if if you're a criminal. You've been in jail. Oh, like in jail. Yeah, you know, oh, like, okay. oh, what are you in for? Yeah, yeah. Do you say, oh, I stole a bunch of cream eggs? No, you lie. You lie and make it sound cool, right? Because you will get punched in the face. You will be cream egg guy in jail. And That's yeah. not a great nickname. No. Uh, second question is, let's say old Joby there was able to get away with the trailer successfully mm-hmm. without damaging things and causing a ruckus. What do you do with 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs? Do you... Sell them on the black market of chocolate, or do you try to sell them to a friend to sell out of the trunk of a car? Yeah, I don't know. If you're a criminal and you've stolen a bunch of stuff, let yeah. us know. 938-0963. How do you offload stolen items? Criminals, just give us your tips. Mm-hmm. Tricks of the trade. That would be great. 938-0963. I don't think there is an end game for criminals. I think the only thing going through a criminal's mind when they're doing the crime... Mm-hmm. Oh, I steal things all the time. It's just something I do. <laughs> I stopped carrying a long time ago. You should see how many supplies I've taken from this place. Honestly, I love stealing things. That's what it is. That they last just like part, stealing. That right? last part right there. I love stealing things. That's what it is. They just like to steal things. Cream Some eggs, people like stealing things, right? Whatever. Exactly. Okay. How like how much would you pay? Someone comes up to you with this many cream eggs. I got two hundred thousand cream yeah. eggs. How much would you pay? $500? Yeah. I don't know. And then you try and resell them exactly. one by one? What do you do? I know. The end game here. I get so fat. Very fat. <laughs> Stacey and Clayton. Weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.